Trust the Grind, presented by Plan Dope Shit. I have to have that discipline to make sure that I'm handling my business and I'm always developing, I'm always getting better. It takes a lot of work and you have to go the extra mile. It's possible. Anything's possible. You know, like I take three deep breaths and I just keep repeating myself. It's like, I got this, I got this, I got this. That's third. That's third. Trust the grind. Welcome to Trust the Grind Podcast. My name is Steve and I'm here with my co-host, Alec. Before we introduce our next guest, we want to take a moment and thank everyone for supporting the show. Last week, we hit 1,000 total downloads and we couldn't have done it without you. We appreciate everyone sharing episodes with friends, writing reviews, and subscribing to the show. Having a podcast is certainly a grind, but we love it. We are excited for what the future holds and bring you along for the journey. This week's guest is one of a kind. We have musical artist Bestor. Bestor's musical career has certainly been taken off to say the least. Bestor currently has over 96,000 monthly listeners on Spotify and his biggest song, Chase the Sun, has over 400,000 streams. The best part is he's extremely grateful for where he's at, but hey, he ain't done. He plans on keeping that foot on the gas. In this interview, we discuss what keeps Bestor going in tough moments, how he continues to grow as an artist, and his overall creative process. Bestor is such a fun and lovable guy. We know you're going to like this one. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Trust and Grind podcast. Today, we're in for a real treat. We have musical artist Bester coming in hot from the DMV. How are you doing, Bester? What up? I'm so hyped to be here. <laughs> you know, I actually, I mean, let's hop right into it, man. So I saw that you have 80,000 monthly listeners. Now, that's not too bad, but I mean, what do you think that says about you? I've always been like involved in bands and like making music like my entire life. But when I first kind of like decided to be a solo artist, I started off with like three monthly listeners and then like I took a picture of it just to always keep myself motivated and to remind myself like where I started not knowing that I was going to end up with 80,000 but like whatever the number is I know it's got to be better than three you know like you just start off so small like honestly so rewarding to have that much support from people that just look at you like oh you're this you're this funny guy who's like always making jokes but then like you make these serious songs and it's like kind of cool to see like how much support I've had um but yeah to go from three to eighty thousand has been tremendously unbelievable like I'm still shocked every day being a musician it's not an easy journey and I remember when I first met you you had about like ten thousand streams on Spotify I believe oh, yeah, it was, that's right yeah, yeah. I, I believe it was for here but now for here that you guys are all hyped about here yeah I remember yeah, that. yeah. Um, then I looked this morning at Chase the Sun, which has 365,000, which is, yeah. it's, dude, that's, that's amazing. Can you tell us how it feels when you're like hard work and all the dreams like start becoming a reality? What, what's that feeling like? It makes me hungrier. Cause I'm kind of like, I know, like, I'm going to get even further than this. Like, this is just a phase in my musical career like the results are showing I'm getting the plays. I mean, I've had help through different like Pleasant Life promos helped me tremendously. One of my buddies I met online, his name is Nick Gorney. He's helped me tremendously, like just get the marketing and exposure, which is like the toughest part as an independent artist. 
Um, but like really having those people have your back. And then you always can't forget about people like you guys, like Steve, I remember when we were listening to here, you guys would like see me and be like, Oh dude, that song here is so cool. And like, that felt so good for me. And I only had, like you said, like a couple thousand streams, like 10,000 streams or whatever it was, um, to go from there and then to have all these people kind of supporting you. Just, it drives you. It makes you so hungry and you keep going and you keep going. We definitely noticed that growth mindset that you have of continually involving and getting your music to be even better than it was before. And I also love your viewpoint of just being very appreciative of everyone listening to your tracks. I'm literally nothing without that one fan that I had two years ago or when I first started this. Like, I'm nothing without my mom listening to my music. And then she's going to tell somebody and then they're going to tell like, you're really nothing without those, those day one supporters. Like you gotta, you gotta always remember those day one people. And uh, music's a long game for sure. And I know it, I'm going to assume it wasn't an easy journey. So when those moments of you only got a few plays, like what kept you going and how did you overcome those moments of possible self doubt? I think my biggest hardships I had to get through like when I first started I'm like I know my music is good why like how come nobody's listening to me or I'll get mad at like you know I said how important it is to have those like day one fans I'm like well, how come I don't have more of the like why are my friend all my friends not like always talking about my stuff I don't know I kind of got humbled throughout making music because one not everybody has to like your music they might like you, but they might not like your music. And that's like, okay. And I kind of just had to like, really just talk to myself a lot of times because I've definitely been mad at like just people I've known throughout the years. Like, Oh, these people are always talking about how funny I am or how creative I am, but you can't share this song. You can't share this post or that's one thing, I guess, if I could give people advice, even though that's not really the question, <laughs> Like, don't get mad at people for not, like, fully being seemingly invested into what you're doing. Just because they never mentioned it doesn't mean that they're not following along with you and tracking with you. So, honestly, trust the grind. Because hey. it's the grind. Hey. <laughs> <Nice plan>. hey. <laughs> so it sounds like patience is definitely a huge factor in at least trusting the grind. Is that something that you've noticed? You always want to show people your songs and sometimes they're not even done yet. And like, I'm always like, oh, I just want to, I want to put it out. I want to put it out. And for example, my mom, so I always send my mom my tracks because she like loves hearing them. She's like, oh my gosh, can I post? I'm like, mom, no, you got to trust the grind, bro. Like stop, <laughs> stop trying to post my tracks. You got to be patient and you got to wait until it's all done. Would you say that's your favorite part about making music is just seeing people's reactions to it? That and then just like just being relatable. The point is trying to evoke like real emotion. And when you get that out of people or if you have a song or like a track that somebody like relates to and they're like, oh, wow. Do you think your beats are unique in that sense or is it something that you focus or is it more of your lyrical delivery that creates more of the engagement when i'm like writing a song whether somebody like produced the beat for me or if i'm producing it i really just focus on like what the melodies make me feel like not uh, 
not like so much as the lyrics at first. Sometimes I do, but like it really just depends. Like if I have like a melody in my head, like I'm like, okay, what does this melody feel like? Like does it feel sad or does it feel like happy? Does it feel like I'm on a beach or what does it feel like? Then I'll just come up with the beat with like the homies. I don't know. I wouldn't consider myself like I've always been a good writer, but like my mind is so all over the place. Like <laughs> it's so random. Like my thoughts, I'll have like a notebook and I'll have like a thousand different ideas, like all over the page and only I can read it and only I can make sense of it. But I think to answer your question, I would say the melody is what really helps you evoke emotion because when I listen to music that's what I hear and I'm like oh what does this sound make me feel like like what does the tone of voice make me feel like like lyrics and everything aside it's usually melody for me I feel like love is a very big theme in your music can you elaborate on how you incorporate love for each song that you make some of my songs have been based on a period where I'm, I'm my fiance Holly now a lot of the songs I wrote some of them like uh here was when I was living in LA and she was on the other side of the U.S. Um, we're on two different coasts and like just that feeling of not being together teardrops that one's about my sister and that's I, I love her it's not essentially like a love song but it's about loving somebody who struggles to find sanity she's got a whole bunch of different um diagnosis like asperger's and different kind of life challenges um that really mess with her mental every day and it's it it really bothers me sometimes so that was my way of expressing my love for her i mean i'm kind of rambling but it's like what i mean is just like however you put it love is kind of like the main aspect in every single song like you can you can have this bubble of love and then you can just tear it off into like a million different subcategories like but it could all tie back into the same big heading which is like amazing i think it also seems like music um is sort of therapeutic for you at least um you know when you were talking about your sister there it sounds like it's a sort of outlet for mm-hmm. you 100% like i love i think my favorite thing to do is yeah i think this is like definitely one of my favorite things to do I love sitting outside like and just being submerged in sounds like listening to music and then when I'm writing it's just so nice to sit outside like whether you're at a beach or whether you're in the middle of nowhere just being like outside kind of it's like it frees your mind in a sense and you're just for me I'm just relaxing I'm just enjoying the atmosphere and I'm just listening to the sounds and then whatever that's kind of like my creative vibe i guess you could say like and you know it's that and you were talking about earlier how you're kind of all over the place but for with someone who um is a little maybe scatterbrained um i think music actually is something that you know that sort of mindset really thrives in yeah i'm definitely scattered <laughs> for sure and that's why sometimes it's it's hard when you're making songs and you like you have different you have too many ideas or like you guys asked me earlier what are some challenges like that's definitely a challenge like being satisfied with what you did create because a lot of times when you're creative and you're scatterbrained you have like you're never satisfied you have like oh I wish I would have done this or 
you think of like a hundred different ideas, a hundred different ways you can make a song, but that's like never ending. It, it always goes down like that. A lot of artists work with each other and there's a lot of collaborations out there. So you can't stop me if I'm wrong, just hop on with anybody on the track. What do you look for in particular with, uh, with an artist or who wants to collaborate with you or that you want to collaborate with maybe? You definitely have to vibe first. Like the vibe has to be right. You can't just collab with anybody. So let me, so let me start over. A lot of people take it like if you don't want to collab with them that you don't like their music or you think that you're better than them or like whatever the case is, it's not always the case. Like, because if you like, I could be a dope artist and you could be a dope artist, but if we don't vibe, like we're probably not going to make a dope track. So we could still collaborate. Like we could still exchange ideas. That's why I'm always open to like exchange ideas with anybody. And it's always important to be humble and all that you do, because you, I might like, I might hate techno music, but then you might be a techno producer but you might give me a super sick melody for my next track. And because I'm ignorant and I'm like, oh, I hate techno music. I'll, I'll miss that gem that you just dropped on me. Like, you know what I mean? So you got to always keep an open mind. You always have to stay like you got to stay open minded for opportunities and you can't close any doors that are open to you. So is that a mindset you've acquired as, as a musician, as an artist, or is that something you've always possessed? prior to you know pursuing your career as an artist i don't think i to answer your question no i don't think i've always had that mindset i think i definitely developed it because the more and more i fell in love with making music and just like going to shows and just like just listening to stuff like there are so many creative and talented people in this world you shouldn't close yourself off like you should always be open um i didn't realize that until i gained a deeper appreciation for like the art of of music like just the art of sounds in general i mean even having music taste that's like i don't stick to one genre like i listen to like a million different genres because they are all influential and i think that would be like that's pretty much essential for anybody trying to make music like don't keep yourself in a box like Dude, listen to everything and try out everything. You never know like what could work or what you might unlock your next new sound through like trying to collaborate with somebody in a different like genre than you or whatever it is. And that's like us at Trust the Grind, man. I mean, you interview, right? We interview just a um, plethora of people across all professions. And there's always something you can learn from someone. There's always commonalities. Mm -hmm. And Specifically, even within the music world, whether you're, to your point, techno or hip-hop, there's more you can learn from other people um, who are at one end of the spectrum as opposed to this end. Um, then you realize, I mean, there's tons. You just got to take the time to sit down with them, and that is, you know, that's where patience comes into yeah, play. Yeah, 100%. I don't think we touched on this yet. I mean, how, how, do you how would you describe your style of music? I think I'm trying to find my sound every day. It all, like... But that's a cool thing. Like if you don't put yourself in a box, you could you could pretty much touch every single lane and try and create a new sound. I was watching some interview like a little bit ago with uh, Willow Smith. She was talking about like the Misfits brand and she was like, Misfits is kind of like this. Like, for example, you have a song 
you don't like the song, you don't like the music that's out on the radio. Okay, make your own music. Like, I thought that was so cool. Like, you don't like the clothes that are out? Make your own clothes. So I thought, like, I don't know, that's always kind of stuck with me because it was so cool. Like, literally, make your own music if you don't like the music that's out. Um, the stuff that you create, you should want to listen yourself. You know, you make it for yourself and hope that others enjoy it. And I think that's like a thing with being creative is that you just got to trust your gut, you know, and just like really embrace that being the misfit, you know, mm-hmm. and while prepping for this interview, I couldn't, I was listening to your music and I couldn't think of like, a, I couldn't put you in a box, yeah. you know, I don't really know how to describe your sound because <laughs> you kind of touch on all, the, yeah, no, you, t- you really do kind of, t- yeah, you really do touch on all these like different sounds uh, you have guitars you have great singer by the way thank you I wonder who um, you did can that. also <laughs> <laughs> you spit some bars as well yeah. so it's like kind of like a mix like i don't know i get different feelings when i listen to it so yeah um very unique style thank you guys i mean i guess yeah to kind of answer your question i don't even know if there is a way to answer that question but i'm still trying to find my sound every day i think millions of artists out there are trying to find like figure out their sound always it always gets refined and you just try different stuff and that's what makes making music so fun you just you you just try new things continually um and it, it never will get old for you especially if it's your passion you'll never lose your passion if you keep finding new new ways to make yourself better and new things to try i have to ask if you could only choose one song that you made for everyone to listen to which one would you pick? One song that I could showcase for everybody to get to know me. Lyrically, I think Teardrops, because I've always been like my sister's protector. I think that's the most, even though it's like pretty sad and I'm not like, I'm not like a sad person, but mm-hmm. that song is like the real me, if that makes sense. Um, and then also it was the first song I ever put out like as a solo artist too. So it just has like, there's like two special meanings to the song for me. I kind of tried to um, talk about what she goes through on a daily basis in that song. Um, and kind of like the way it makes me feel that she has to go through that. I really like that answer actually. And it, it, I think it speaks volumes to really the kind of person that, that you are. Wow, that means a lot. I mean, to bounce off of that idea, I've known Best Store for a long time and um, it's been really cool to listen to his viewpoint and just knowing the why behind all the tracks as I've been a listener of the years. And I'm really glad to have this conversation and just be able to dive deeper into it. And I think your fans will also resonate with what you're saying right now as well. Like I said, I'm just so honored to be a part of your guys' platform. Like no matter how big I ever get. Like I always remember this day as my first, like I'm a big first time experience person. Like I always remember the first ever interview I ever had was with (laughs) trust the grind. Y'all are lit. And I'm just so like, I'm just so happy to be able to speak about like the thing that I thought for so long was just like a hobby. And now it's like seemingly turning into a career actually like, like we keep being corny and saying, trust the grind, but like trust the grind and your dreams will come true for real. And like, this is a testament. You've been with me since 10 K listeners. And now I got 300 
and 50,000 plays and 80,000 listeners, like you got to trust the grind, trust your process and keep killing it. Believe in yourself. Absolutely. And before we hop into the rapid fire questions, I do have one question for you. So you've, you've been crushing it. You've been hitting home runs. What's next for you? What should the people uh, expect coming out? So I've got probably right now 15 songs that are like ready to go. I just have to record them. Um, They're all fully written, produced. I just got to record my vocals and then get it out there. I just like signed my first small deal, which has been like so sick. Um, Yeah, the company or the label is 45 Records. They're so sick. Shout 45 Records. I've got a quarantine song that's coming out in a couple weeks. I'm trying to get back out to L.A. in January. That's another funny thing. Like, I don't know if we like, really talked about, but like, I don't know why I think I'm like this wise artist, but I'm just going to speak from my own experience. Not every artist has to go to L.A. And I thought that forever. I'm like, oh, I'm, you're, if I'm not in L.A., I'm not going to make it like stay true to yourself and put out what you believe in you can be anywhere like but anyways i'm still going to la because i love la and it makes me more creative when i'm surrounded by people that are trying to be on the same like goals and have the same dreams as me yeah it's you value you value your support system and I knew your support system in New York and those guys are awesome. They always had your back and even my, my brief interactions with them, I could definitely feel the love towards one another and kind of going back to your LA point. It seems like that's the best place for you to be creative because earlier you talked about how you merge yourself in nature and how you tap into it. Yeah. Living in New York. There's not that much. nature. (laughs) No, there's (laughs) not. You got to make it work though. Yeah, you make it work, but it's um, I that's something I definitely experienced myself leaving the city. I definitely have tapped in more into nature, and I find myself to be more creative. And um, New York is a tough place to do that, but it is doable. But uh, it's definitely like you gotta make it a priority. All right, Stephen, let's let's overwhelm Bester and hit him up with some rapid fire questions. Oh my God, I'm already sweating. I'm choking. <laughs> All right, I was gonna say, are you ready? And it doesn't sound like it, so I, let's get right into okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Favorite cartoon character? Shaggy, Scooby Doo. I don't know if that's okay. Whatever. Next. <laughs> yeah, good answer. <laughs> What's the best concert you've been to? Uh, probably Lil Uzi Vert was the craziest concert I've ever been to. What is the first thing you do in the morning? Um, get coffee if you could be an animal what animal would you be i think probably a shark i guess yeah who's your biggest inspiration the first person that comes to my mind is my mom what would be your last meal oh dude tacos for sure what's one thing you wish everyone would do i wish everyone was more loving i think and final one what's your personal motto keep god first great answers now alec you want to hit him with our farewell question you know the movie ferris bueller's day off bueller 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 that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah um classic movie so if you had a day like that where you could skip school with your best friend your girl and have a day where you didn't even think twice what's that day looking like oh my gosh dude the first place i would probably go to is Dude, I love Mexico, so I'm gonna go ahead and say Cancun. He's literally out uh, of here. <laughs> dude, I am out of here, bro. I'm heading to Cancun, and then I'm probably gonna go to like Fiji, and then um, I'm gonna eat a lot. I'm gonna drink a lot. Um, 
honestly, and then I would probably go to like Jenny's headquarters because it's like my favorite ice cream on the planet. Shout out to Jenny's. And I would get salted caramel ice cream, two scoops of that, two scoops of the um, sweet cream, and call it a day. Yep. And then I'd probably go back to the beach after I called it a day. Wow. Drink some good wine. Get a good spicy mug. <laughs> oh my god Dude, there you go man that sounds like a phenomenal spectacular day and uh yeah yeah would have expected anything less <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh bester where can everybody find you um instagram at b-e-s-t-0-r so it's best store but just with a zero b-e-s-t-0-r and then like spotify apple music title amazon the whole nine every streaming platform just best store with the accent over the O. Awesome, man. And again, guys, check out his music. It's spectacular stuff. You can hear the passion behind it and, you know, the love and the, and the overall theme of his music too, man. It's it's a lot of fun to listen to. Thank you guys sincerely for having me. Like, I will never forget this day and you guys are lit. You guys got me inspired to trust my own grind and I'm super hyped. Yeah, thank you for making the time. Thanks it was an again, absolute man. pleasure. Thank you guys so much. We hope you enjoy that interview with Best Store. Alec and I both really admire his ambition and overall personality. It was such an honor for us to be his first interview, and we know there's going to be plenty more. Be sure to check out his music in the meantime. We guarantee you'll like it because, hey, we love it. Follow him on Instagram at Best Store with a zero, so B-E-S-T-0-R, which we'll also include in the show notes. To support Trust the Grind, check out our new website, trustthegrind.co. We added some new products to our shop. We now have t-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, pens, stickers, and the Planned Dope Shit Daily Planner. For 15% off, use promo code TRUSTTHEGRIND at checkout to support us. Every Thursday, we drop a new interview with inspiring guests going after their calling, so be sure to subscribe and share this episode with a friend if you liked it. If you got the time, leave us a review while you're at Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to us. We love reading reviews, and we want to get better every episode, so leave us some feedback. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen. Stay safe out there and have a great day.